Hey, I'm Jack. And I'm Maddie. And this is Getting There with Jack and Maddie. This is a podcast about the journey we're on. Maddie and I are in our mid-20s and working at Grace International School in Chiang Mai, Thailand. We're just a few steps ahead of the high schoolers we work with, and we want to share about our life experiences up to this point. We're not pretending to have all the answers, and we're definitely still figuring things out as we discover what it looks like to follow Jesus with our whole lives. You could say we're getting there. Welcome back. We are here for our long-awaited, maybe not long-awaited, segment on uh, opposite sex friendship. Mm. And uh, I would say that we're both very excited about this one, but Mm -hmm. also aware that it's kind of scary to talk about. Yeah, there's some tricky things here. Yeah. And Ultimately, our goal today is to communicate that we have grown and had so much fun with our friends that are the opposite sex. Mm -hmm. And really, the heart behind what we will communicate today is to help bring more people into healthier versions of those same friendships. Um, And so, yeah, to start, we just wanted to kind of cover why we think opposite sex friendships are good and worth it. Because ultimately, what we'll cover towards the end of the podcast today is that there are some things that make it seem kind of hard and mm-hmm. maybe will elicit in our spirits like it's probably not worth it. Um, but we're here to say it is worth it. Yeah. Even it's just tricky to know what to call these right. friends. <laughs> yeah. I think it's they're a little bit friendships. E- it's a little bit different. easier, I think, for you. You call being a girl, you call your, your friends your guy friends. Right. For me, it's a bit e- harder because you have that quirky like Boy call guy. them my girlfriends right they're not my girlfriend but Laurel. they're my female friends so could, i feel like i default to female friends yeah which, maybe you could start the trend of girl friends girl instead friends of but yeah girl. female friends just feel so like <laughs> formal formal yeah. my female friends jack has all these female friends um anyway. it's a nice alliteration though at least yeah but because i do have it easier and i can say guy friends um just wanted to give a shout out to my my closest guy friend Austin. Uh, we we have been friends for about seven years now and have had lots of laughs and shared experiences and memories and have been in the same friend group all through college and after and uh, we have had a lot of the like the conversations that we'll talk about later of just clarification and honoring each other mm-hmm. and because of that it's led to us being able to have a really sweet and fun friendship as well mm-hmm. and he truly does feel like he's a part of my my family he's he's my my same age brother um i have a younger brother who's <laughs> not my age um but i would say that one of my favorite memories with austin was a year or so ago and we were just talking and we were in tears talking about like sleep farts. And I think that it was just one of those moments of like, I'm so glad that you are the friend that you are to me and that we have cultivated this friendship. So after that, how have you enjoyed friendships with your female friends? Yeah. So look out to tell you any story about sleep farts. We'll just go and (laughs) laugh about them. Um, which those are, I think, objectively funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I think I am also a huge, um, proponent of 
friendships with girls, like from in my standpoint, friendships with girls, um, because I think as a whole, there's something so healthy and good about being friends with people who are different than you. And so this is one, I think, layer of that is someone who's not my same um, gender, sex, you know. Um, and so I think I've found a lot of um, growth from good friendships with girls. And I'll give my shout out to my friend Taylor, um, who's just challenged me in so many really, really good um, ways. Um, so for me, my entire life, I've always wanted to be in ministry. And Taylor's a good friend of mine who she's um, currently in seminary pursuing, um, you know, wanting to be in ministry as well. And I think she's just challenged me so much just um, from her passion to be in ministry, to think differently about women in ministry um, in ways that honestly I just had never thought about. Um, and so it's through my friendship with her um, that I've been challenged, that I've been encouraged to read different books and just think about things differently. Um, and that wouldn't have probably happened if I only had guy friends. Like right. she's played a really important role, I think, in um, pushing me and challenging me, um, not even just in that topic, but even just in general in other ways. Um, and your and knowledge so of bread. Yeah, my knowledge of bread. <laughs> She's incredible at baking sourdough bread. Yeah. So if you ever need a starter, she's got you, but you need to go to Portland for it. Call her up in Portland. And I would say she's our friend, and she also has done a lot of those things for me too. So shout out to our girl. Um, So those are maybe the the good sides of friendship with the opposite Mm -hmm. sex. And we wanted to start there because, again, we want to communicate that it is worth it, and it Mm -hmm. is really, really good. Um, But... There are, of course, some pitfalls mm-hmm. that we wanted to cover. And again, just we have not arrived in these things. And this is not a prescription of like how to have a healthy friendship with your with your guy friends or your, your female friends. Um, but just things that maybe we've learned that yeah. have helped us. I think the biggest thing for me was coming into college and starting to follow Jesus and having people teach me about emotional intimacy. Um, it was a concept that had never been addressed. I'd never heard of it. And just like how we talk about the the ties that come from physical intimacy, there are bonds that come from emotional intimacy. Um, and the, these are the things that you are going to want to be careful about, mm-hmm. like sharing with a lot of your guy friends, with any of your guy friends. These are the things that I at least have kind of made a little structure of how I would process these or handle these. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I talk to God first, then I talk to a mentor and mm-hmm. a friend that is a girl for me. Um, and then I could talk to one of my guy friends yeah. about it, but just trying to like put a little bit of a barrier between when a guy would be the ears hearing right. this emotional thing that's happening in my life. And then I also try to keep a little bit of like a time buffer as well, Mm -hmm. like if possible, um, just so that a little bit more of my emotion is removed from the issue, whatever it is. Um, because I think in the heat of the moment or even like in the day after so much of my own heart is tied up in whatever Mm -hmm. the topic is that I might not be able to separate like my heart and like, even like, how do I want this person to respond? Um, and that's just not their role. And so I think that that even would tie me into the next pitfall that I would want to kind of discuss is friendships with the opposite sex in my mind is like about knowing the roles that uh, you have in someone's life and the roles that maybe you're supposed to have. Um, And I have 
a lot of really stellar guys that have um, enriched my life. They make me laugh. They've mm-hmm. taught me so much. I've gained wisdom and joy from being friends with with guys. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I think the whole oh girls and guys can't be friends like it never works. I don't believe that, but I do kind of believe that maybe you can't be your best friend in the whole world. can't be someone that's the opposite sex as you. Mm. Um, And the reason that I have that kind of clarifier is I do have really close guy friends. Like I just talked about my friend Austin. He feels like a brother, Mm -hmm. but, and we've talked about this, like he's not the first person I go to and I shouldn't be his Mm -hmm. Um, because we are in community, we're friends with people. Like I'm friends with a lot of girls. I have mentor figures. And then maybe is when someone could else be brought in to right. those kinds of things. Yeah. Yeah. No, those are, those are good thoughts. And I mentioned last week, um, a book called the four loves by CS Lewis. And there's another really, I think helpful concept that he discusses in his chapter on friendship. Um, And he talks about how friendships are naturally inclusive and not Mm -hmm. exclusive, that friendships are centered around doing things together um, and being shoulder to shoulder rather than romantic relationships being face to face and just being lost in each other's eyes. And so I think a really helpful indicator Mm -hmm. that things might be going in a different direction Um, than you intend if you're trying to keep it just a friendship is if things start to feel exclusive, like you only want to spend time with each other, that you're looking for time just to spend with this other person, rather than just being very content and happy for other people to be invited in on your friendship and a part of it. So I think that's a helpful pitfall um, to understand if things begin to become exclusive. Um, That's probably means for a conversation or more thought. Mm. Um, and then another thought that, um, just as I've, you know, been thinking about this in preparation for this episode is this call that, um, Paul gives to Timothy in first Timothy five, where he says to treat older women like mothers and treat younger women like sisters. And I know that might sound kind of Victorian and very (laughs) like prudish and like, you know, really kind of, I don't know, stick in the mud Christian-y. But I think there's so much beauty to that, that when we are a part of the family of God, we're called to treat other people, even if they're not our physical, you know, moms or sisters, um, to treat them as family. And I think part of that comes with a desire for self-sacrifice and um, a desire in those relationships for the net gain Mm -hmm. to always be that you're pushing and blessing those people um, to be more and more in the image of Jesus themselves. And so I think how that translates in friendships specifically is we don't want our friendships to be confusing and we don't want friendships to be hurtful. Yeah. Like, I think that's a a non-starter that you don't want those things for your friendships. And so I think just walking into, um, you know, opposite sex uh, friendships. So for me with my female friends, just being aware of that, that Mm -hmm. ultimately I want to bless this person by them being my friend. I don't want it to end in confusion or um, hurt. And so I think because of those things and because of desire to, to love them from that place of seeing them as a sister, that influences me making certain choices to not, you know, go around emotional barriers or what have you. So that's been, I think, some important thoughts and maybe some important pitfalls for me um, there. Um, but Maddie, I would love for us to maybe 
end on a practical note, like say some of these pitfalls, maybe um, as some of the students who are listening or people listening think, you know, I have a friendship that's kind of in the gray area, Mm -hmm. don't really understand where things are at. What are maybe the next steps for that person? Yeah, that's a, that's a really good question. And I would say, first of all, hopefully you have a friend that is a trusted advisor and counselor that has been around you and this guy friend or girlfriend um, so that they can also speak into it mm-hmm. um, and give wisdom and, and remind you of truth and scripture and identity and all of those things. That would be my first thing. Hopefully right. there's already someone in that space with you. Um, my, my next thing would be maybe evaluating how your behaviors, your controllables can change. Mm. Maybe that's you reaching out to them less. Maybe that's um, behavior things that you've noticed in when right. in interactions you like be like, okay, maybe that's not actually friendly. Right. Um, and have, like I said, your friend kind of counsel you in that direction as well um, and be accountability in that. And mm-hmm. then further than that, if it almost feels like, okay, maybe we're past that point. Maybe we've been living in this confusion or this gray area mm-hmm. um, maybe there is a time for a conversation and I think everyone that I've ever told that to has gotten very freaked out at first right. and I just kind of want to debunk like first of all I've had a not a lot but like I've had several of these conversations sure. and every single time the friendship feels richer and more solid and more of God because mm-hmm. it is bringing clarity it's bringing honor and truth right. um, and like you said with the brothers and the sisters thing, I think that confusion just like isn't really the way of Jesus in right. relationship and um, us choosing to value people more than our like fear in those yeah. moments. Um, I also just have a high value of like quote unquote conflict resolution. And I think right. this kind of falls into that space where over communication is better than under communication. Sure. Um, and so maybe as you gear up, to go into one of these conversations, some things that I would counsel you to think through before going into it would be figure out where you stand with Mm -hmm. it. If you're realizing, okay, this is kind of a confusing friendship, maybe you figure out, okay, do I like them? Like, do I want, like in, if I was the only one making the decision, would I want it to be something more Mm -hmm. or not? Um, And kind of have that a little bit figured out on your own before you go into the communi- into the conversation just so you can be a bit more clear. Right. Um, and then be really prepared for it to go either direction of yeah. them saying that they like you and you don't like them or you saying that you like them and they don't like you or that neither of you actually like each other or want to pursue anything romantic right. but just have slipped into this sure. um, oversharing or too close Um And this is something that I have done and have counseled. And I just think it breeds healthier boundaries for guys and girls to be friends and to push each other closer to Jesus and to have fun together. It's, it's really fun to have friends that are the opposite sex, but I do think that these are the the kinds of things that can help keep us healthy. Right. Yeah. And I think even to that point that having had some of these conversations myself, it honestly, it's, it's frees you up afterwards I think to have an even better friendship Mm -hmm. when you kind of have these times of clearing the air and realizing okay we're good like we've worked through this like we've kind of clarified that we're just friends I think that then frees you up to have even more Mm -hmm. freedom and like fun as as friends while still maintaining obviously like the the different things that we talked about I completely agree and 
yeah, like we said at the beginning, we think that opposite sex friendships are worth fighting for. Mm -hmm. And those conversations, those interactions are just kind of part of that. And, um, Sometimes this means you have follow-up conversations a year or two right. years later just to make sure that you're on the same page. But yeah, I think communication in these spaces just allows for deeper actual like roots of friendship right. and care for each other to, to happen. Yeah, yeah. No, that's so good. Okay, so we'll wrap up this episode there. And as we continue on with our discussion on different types of important relationships, Um, We will be talking next on mentorship and having Mm -hmm. a mentor, a significant older person, wiser person that can walk alongside you in life and maybe help you see pitfalls that they Mm -hmm. avoided or fell into themselves and how um, you can avoid those potentially. Ooh, I'm so excited. Yes, we love mentorship. Mm -hmm. Shout out to just some really amazing people from my life. Yeah, we'll get to unpack that more next time. Yes. All right. Have a great weekend.